BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. That's right. Yes, that is the show that you're watching. Don't get it twisted. You were confused. This is The Morning Toast and it is Thursday and it is a very warm Thursday in the city, a very cold Thursday in our studio. They're trying to freeze us out. We're just a couple of working gals. I know that this is a real issue amongst the corporate steens and we're just like a couple gals, you know, who can't decide what to wear to work and we're just so like that. Yeah. No, it's actually, this isn't normal amount of air conditioning. Like, I'm going to put the blanket on soon. I just wanted you guys to see my cute outfit wearing Toast March. It's a Toast March kind of day. You know, I just woke up tired. Yeah, I Which do. Which is really shocking because I usually wake up so <laughs> brightly, fresh and energized. But today was different. Different. Well, honestly, I just want to put it out there, like how not mad I am at this current situation. Like, yes, traveling to work in this big old sweater, not ideal. Not going to lie. But showing up and sitting in this icebox is so heavenly. Like, if you run warm like I do, like, you know how much you're living for this dilemma. It's it's so crazy. I think it's a conspiracy against us. Against you, because I'm, I'm so like pleased. Like, my nose is running. It's just, it's so cold. Well, sorry for you. I'm well, loving life. Usually the show warms us up. All the hot news and hot takes of the morning show. And hot gossip. Oh, the gossip. It's so hot. 100%. Um, yeah, no, today's gossip is, I would say it's lukewarm. Definitely some interesting stories that I'm excited to have you yell at me about, you know? Excuse me? You know, like, you know, just like get fed up with. Oh, for sure. A lot of China in going on today? No, no, no. I did okay. not choose the fact that Kristen commented. Kristen. Tristan. <laughs> Tristan yes. commented on Chloe's Instagram. I was this, almost this desperate, and I almost chose it, but I just knew you would never forgive me, so I didn't. Ever. I'm like, two days before my birthday, I know you wouldn't do that to me. No, but let's talk about your birthday. How are you feeling about everything? I'm feeling good. Today um, is the day of my party. Hey, so tomorrow's episode will be in studio. It'll probably just be up like a little bit later, just so some of us can nurse our hangovers. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited, you know? Nervous, of course. There's always a little bit of doubt when you throw a party. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe there's not, and I just have like crippling anxiety. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. I have my glam look picked out. I've kind of doing something crazy. You know, my makeup artist, Courtney, she knows, like, bring the same tools every time. Like, we're never changing it up. And I texted her, like, an inspo pic last night, and it's, like, purple, which, like, I never do. And she was like shook to her core, but she's so down for the adventure. I might just scrap it and then go back to the regular thing, but I think I'm going to try something new. What color is your dress? Also a good question. The reason why Theo is not here today is I have to go buy one. This was really thrown together last minute, this party. Um, And actually nothing brings me more joy than running around a store hot looking for a last minute outfit when nothing fits me. Like I can't explain how much joy that brings me it's such an exciting adventure so i'm really looking forward to doing that after this in my sweatshirt so you know i'll be even hotter 
than I need to be. Yeah, I made it about three minutes and 50 seconds before I had to go for the blanket. Why don't you wear one of your retrofit dresses? Just like call it a day, wear the retrofit. I think we should talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about the retrofit. Okay, you, everyone knows the retrofit dress, not just from Claudia, but from the whole world. It's the dress that everybody wears to every party, well, bachelorette can, party. Can I talk about my experience with it? Sure, sure. So it was... 2019. The year was 2019. I think. What year was I skinny for a year? was when we were so fabulous. Was it before or after my wedding? Before. BW. So that's 2019. You got married? In early 2019. This was January 2019. Yes. Okay. So just to paint the picture, like I was the thinnest I'd ever been in like 10 years. Not that it matters. Just interesting for context. And I, you know, I've never been the type of gal who just like, there's like a dress going around every season. There's a dress that everyone wears. And I've just never been the type of gal to purchase it. Um, because that's just not the life that I have led up until that point. And because you're not like other girls. 100%. And because usually the other girls are just wearing something that is not trendy, trendy, but also like not friendly towards people who aren't skinny. Yeah. Or like with, Big titties, like with big titties, hundred percent fake ones. So, twenty nineteen, I'm going to Mexico for my friend Anna's wedding, and she is Ashkenaz, but she was marrying someone. Um, he's Yemenite and Moroccan, so they had a henna, and a henna is like this big thing in certain Middle Eastern cultures, Jewish weddings, and it's like this big party, and you really need to wear like sparkles. Like it's like it's not the rule, but it's like unwritten. Like you need a sparkly dress. So I had just started shopping at Revolve because um, they finally let me in. You know, I had finally lost enough weight to be acceptable <laughs> to Revolve. And I had ordered a bunch of stuff and I got a good stuff for the wedding. And I had bought this like gold sparkly dress for the henna. And it was really perfect because it was really flattering. Like it was like loose. So it was flattering. And I was just like excited about it. I didn't know that I had purchased like the it dress of the moment. And I was one of like the first people to wear it. And honestly, I don't have fashion moments like that. So I ref- like I regard that moment and that dress like with really high regard. Okay. I looked amazing, like unbelievably stunning. Like the pictures from Anna's henna, like literally I go back and look at them all the time. So then I had this dress and I had worn, I wore it again to a friend's birthday party, Paris Hilton. I don't know if you guys know her. Um, and it was like the perfect dress. Cause like no one at Paris Hilton's party was going to be at Anna's wedding. No one would have seen. And like, it was perfect. And it was enough time in between. And then it was like, every time I had like somewhere to go where I needed to look nice, like I had to wear the dress yeah. and I started wearing it so much. And then I was like, you know what? I should really, it, it is expensive, but I was like, I'm wearing it so much. Like I shouldn't invest in another color. hundred percent. So I did pink. And where did I wear it? To the BBMAs when we were escorted off the red carpet because we didn't have the proper wristbands. Yes. And I looked amazing. And then I wore the pink one again to another event. And I was like, as of like a month ago, I'm like, I think I need a third one. Yep. I bought a third one in purple. Where did I wear it? To a hotel opening in Las Vegas with my good friend Paris. I'm not sure if you guys know her. Um, and it looked unbelievable. And I've gained like a lot of weight since that first initial dress, but the size still fits me. And I still look amazing in it. Like, I looked a little bit better in it when I was, like, skinnier. But whatever. Like, the dress still fits. So now I'm, like, at this point in my life where are people noticing that I'm wearing the same dress to every event? No, they're not. And I'll tell you why. First of all, you don't post pictures when you out. Like, you story, but you don't, like, do outfit of the night pictures. on Your whole Instagram isn't, like, every single time you wore that dress. I mean, I, sorry, I forgot one more event. I wore the gold one, too. When we were in L.A. and we went to that fabulous uh, fundraiser for breast cancer research and the Jonas Brothers played and, like, we were looking so fabulous, so sickening. Literally the day COVID started, it had, like, just hit the scene. Yeah, but we still got in that last party. Um, so, so that's another one. Okay, no, I hear you. 
And no, they they have no idea. They okay. really have no idea. And if I were you, I would go online right now and get the dress in every color that they still make it in. Yeah. And then that's just your dress. Also, you're always like in situations where you're with different groups of people. And again, you don't post outfit looks on your Instagram. So your whole feed isn't just like what you wore. And it turns out it was the same thing every time. And if it looks good on you, you get one in every color. Like, that's just the rule. Do you think us currently shedding light on it is working against me? Well, yes, because okay. now everyone's on to you. But Should I we also, start the episode? No, I feel like you needed some transparency because you were feeling weird about it. And now that it's out there, like, everyone can be in on it. And, like, every time you wear it, everyone will be like, it's a dress. Like, also wore it to Ben's birthday party. It's all coming back to me. Ben's, like, 26th birthday party a few years ago. It's the, it's Tiffany, like the Tiffany Haddish dress, yes. Except like Tiffany Haddish has one dress and I have like three now. Yeah, but also like hers was much more expensive. So it's actually all adds up. Yeah, so I'm still going to go look for an outfit. If I don't find anything, it's so nice to know that I have those three retro feet dresses and I take really good care of them, that they're in a safe space. And if I need them, that they are totally there for me. But I should try and like switch it up, you know? I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I just feel like I literally wore it two weeks ago. Like I have to start With spreading it no out. With no one who is going to your party. That's true as well. That is definitely not untrue. So that's the truth. I'm still going to hit Actual up like one store. Facts. One store. Okay. Waste your time. Sure. I won't, I won't stop you. Whew, you want to come with me? <laughs> no, I actually thought about it, but I think I'm just going to, you know, rummage through my closet and find something. Yeah. Pray for me. I will. It's so rough. It is so rough. It's like I have plans to like, spend my whole day like glamming up. I'm going to do my own hair and makeup, but like put in rollers and everything. And just knowing what I'll probably wind up looking like, it just makes me sad. That happens to me all the time. Like whenever I go out, I have so much fun doing my hair and makeup. I'm listening to music. Sometimes I go live on Instagram and I'm just like feeling myself. I experiment. And then when the time comes to put on clothes, like I actually might as well be going to the gym. No, and then I wear like the same bodysuit and jeans and like that's it. And it's like not special. And I was like, what did I do all of this for? It's so demoralizing. It's so demoralizing. There's a Taylor Swift lyric that I've actually never related to more. I dress to kill my time. Like, you know, when you're like, it's a Saturday, you're so worried you just start doing your makeup four hours early. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. But no, but still, no matter how like snatch the faces, like I really should pick out my outfit like way before I get ready. That way it doesn't all collapse. Yeah. But sometimes what happens is like you have, you think you're like so good. You have an outfit picked out. So you time everything perfectly. And then it's like 15 minutes before you're supposed to leave the house. You put your clothes on and it's like disgusting. No, of course. And like, you're, you're a slob. I have a dress in mind that I want to wear that like just the last time I wore it, I was just a different girl. And like, okay. I don't even want to see what it's going to look like, but I don't know why I think that that's what I'm going to wear. Well, maybe you should get a retro feet dress because honestly, I'm, I've been eight different girls since I first bought that dress over two, no, over, over two years ago. Yeah. And it con constantly just like brings me back to my center. Maybe I should. You should get one. You would look so good in it. And they have one. Well, they make two styles. One that's a bow neck, which is great for big titted broads like us. And one that's like so sickening and probably cuter. That's like a wrap V-neck kind of. Oh, I don't fuck. But we I don't can't wear V-necks. Like no, no, no. That's fine by me. Boat okay. neck. Boat. I love a boat neck. I ship. Ship. <laughs> Um, so that's the long-winded discussion on what we are wearing tonight. Okay, but I'm really excited for your party. And I hope so. I'm just so nervous. For, to kick off your birthday celebrations. Yeah, but you know, I'm just chill about my birthday, you know? Yes, yeah, so, so chill. chill. Three-day celebration. So chill. For like a what number? It's significant. Here's why. I know it just seems like I'm only turning 27. Like, what's special about 27? I am now... Wait, is this right? No, it's not. I'm, am I closer to 30 than I am to 25? When I'm 27? No. No, when you're 27 and um, a half in one day. Okay, so this is kind of like the last birthday where I can say I'm equidistant to 25 and 30. And that's why it's an important birthday. Okay. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Thank you. 
Um, so yeah, other than that, great show. I guess we should get it moving so you can go shopping fruitlessly. Um, don't worry, I'm in absolutely <laughs> no rush to go try on dresses. Like, I think that if you could dream up the worst day, like if you if you were my enemy and you had to like schedule a day for me, the whole day would be spent trying on dresses that don't fit in a really <laughs> hot dressing room when I haven't eaten all day. Like that is my personal hell. And that's why I say yes to the dress was such a terrible experience for me. Totally. But you're subjecting yourself to that even though you have the right dress sitting in your closet. And that's on you. 100%. Well, we have a great show for you guys today. Yeah, we do. Because not only do we have like a pretty decent mixed bag of Fast Five stories, we mixed also have bag. a... It's what? Mixed bag. Mixed bag, yeah. We also have a juicy TV recap because Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was on last night. And even though like not that much happened, I have so much to say. And two, Love Island started last night. I've never watched it before. Jackie's always the one giving recaps. And I watch it and I feel like such a part of a community. And I'm so excited. You're really a part of something with Love Island because it's five nights a week. And that's what I crave. But did she say six weeks? Six weeks. It goes on for six weeks. Yeah, I guess so. She did That's say a lot. that. She said that. She did. And I'm like, is it six weeks year time? Or like, does it air six weeks? But then I realized it's all in real it's time. The same. Like what we watched last night, like it, like filmed two or three days ago. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way just because like I'm really not good with like committing to things, but I'm really going to try. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever works for you. Especially like it's a hot girl summer. I don't know if I'm going to be home every night watching Love Island. No, but like it's nice to have content waiting for you and to be a part of something. And I yeah. really am excited for you to have that feeling. And I'm excited to recap it in the TV recap segment. Can't wait. Okay. So I guess without further ado, do, 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 where are you? Not here, but it's fine because it's way too cold. Um, here are the fast five stories that you probably could stand to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's just my RTH flaring up. That was good acting. Did I get anyone? Yeah, it oh, did. I like, did, yeah. It looks like you were, like, making duty. No, I was, I don't know what I was, like, pointing at, but I, I think I was, like, I really laid the groundwork. Like, I started, like, a thing, like, 45 seconds ago. Oh, my God. Okay. Was the camera on me? I think it was okay. on both of us. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Olive and June, and my RTH is cured by telling you that. You cannot possibly do your nails yourself, and it's time that you come to grips with that. Like, stop walking around with crusty nails that aren't being done by Olive and June, because unless you're using the Olive and June manicure set, your nails are going to look crusty. And do you want to be crusty? No, it's hot girl summer. And then they always chip, and that's just, like, so sad. Do not be the girl with chip nails. Like, don't. Olive and June Manny System is the best way to do a DIY Manny. You can do it at home and they last over seven days. It is possible to do a manicure at home that lasts over seven days. I know you didn't think so, but that's because you haven't heard of Olive and June yet. Um, The system comes with all the tools that you need in one box. They've got a buffer, a nail file, cuticle oil, this great little rubber topper that you put on top of a bottle of polish. So when you're using it in your hand, it really helps steady your hand and Financially, it just makes a lot more sense because the Manny system comes with with six polishes, breaks down to just $2 a manicure. So if you're used to spending $35 for one gel manicure, it really makes sense fiscally. And we care about your fiscal responsibility here at The Morning Toast. Our nails have never looked as good at home as they do with Olive and June. And Jackie was like obsessed with doing her nails in quarantine. And the Olive and June, like the whole toolkit, you really cannot compare like an at home manicure kit and caboodle like not only do they make it so easy for you to paint your nails but they give you everything you need to do like the whole the works the cuticle oil Mm -hmm. the filing ever the buffing everything that you need and you do need to do those things the olive and june manny system is a secret behind salon perfect nails at home all in one no guessing no messy nails and no salon price tag and now you can get 20 percent off your first manny system with code toast your new nail life is here get 20 percent off your first manny system when you use the promo code toast at olive and june.com we're done with expensive bad manicures this is the new us 
Thank you for that, Claudia. You are so welcome. Now, our first story, um, a little love triangle news, sort of, but not really. Brian Austin Green says he and Megan Fox are getting along great after, quote, petty digs. Brian Austin Green refuted claims that he was shading estranged wife Megan Fox in a loved-up Instagram post with current girlfriend Sharna Burgess. The former Beverly Hills 90210 star spoke out on Wednesday after many fans felt he was being rude towards Fox when he wrote of Burgess. He said, it's been a really long time since I've been with someone I can truly share life with. He said, for people that need or want clarification, Megan and I get along great. Neither of us are sending petty digs to each other. Well, forgive us for being confused because you sent petty digs to each other for so many years. Yeah, no. And then, like, Megan commented on that post of him and Sharna. Love Sharna. She said, grateful for Sharna. So, like, no offense. That's sociopathic behavior. And it's weird even if you are, like, really good. Like, I think of who are, like, the two most healthy co-parents in Hollywood. Like, honestly... Courtney and Scott. Like, mm-hmm. they co-parent really well. And let's say Scott put up a picture with a girl, at Amelia, for for instance, and was like, so glad to have found someone I can share my life with. And Courtney commented, love Amelia. Like, that is weird. So, of course we're going to be confused because your guys are acting like freaks after you've been so fucking mussy. Right. For years. That's, that's important, that they've been so messy about everything for so long. Also... I thought for a second Sharna Burgess. I didn't know who she was, and I thought she was Travis Barker's ex. Just Shanna Mokler. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. Then I Googled her. She's from Dancing with the Stars, Sharna. Yeah. Shanna is Travis's ex. Because then I was like, oh my gosh, this goes even deeper because Megan, Machine, Travis, yes, yes. Sharna. 100%. <laughs> but no, Sharna and Shanna are different. Okay. But they honestly. But have you seen them in the same room together? <laughs> No. No. And until you have, you can't tell me otherwise. No, it's, it is like an uncommon name. So, um, it's possible. It is an uncommon name that only one of them has. It's the same. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same. Sharna Burgess, soon to be green. Sharna Burgess Green. I I actually like did feel bad for a while for Brian Austin Green because Megan Fox rebounded in such a ship worthy way. And like the whole world just kind of rallied behind Megan Fox and Megan King Edmonds. (laughs) They have Megan Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Megan Fox. Okay. It's a mouthful. Megan Kelly, the couple, they rebounded. Well, she rebounded with him. And like, it was this global story. Like everyone from like the rock world, everyone was obsessed because they're so stunning. And it kind of never went away. Like I'm still obsessed. It still has that sparkle. It, It didn't fizzle. And like, the music videos, like there was just so much content for us to absorb. And that must have been really hard for Brian Austin Green, who is like already known for being a husband. Like he hasn't worked since 90210. So he's like a husband. And now he's a husband in his personal life. So like I did feel bad for him. But then like when it got all messy on Instagram, I was like not here for that. Like he was using the kids to like say that Megan Fox was like fucking her boyfriend too much that she couldn't like be with the kids, which I really didn't appreciate that. Like the kids have two parents. Fuck off. Um, I'm glad that they're in a good place now. And I did feel bad for Brian Austin Green. And I do hope he finds someone he can share his life with. And it's a wonderful thing. And it seems that he has in Sharna. Sharna to the rescue. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's the latest with them. Um, Love to see some happy co-parenting. Yeah, I didn't appreciate his tone in the stories. Like, guys, like, it's not petty. Like, sorry that you two have led us to believe this entire time that it would be petty. That everything you do is petty. So it's not really on us. I think you need to take some responsibility for yourself and the pattern you've set. Thank you. I agree. Are you ready for our next story, which is an exciting list? (laughs) No. No, it's really a good one. Give me a chance, Okay, okay? okay? 28 books that are being made into movies and TV series that you should read ahead of their release. What do you think? 
Okay, you've gotten me on the Kindle train, but like, don't test me, okay? <laughs> okay, no, but like, sometimes it's you want to know what books are being. Have I read movies. any of these? You, you've read or heard of some of them, but okay. also I do think that the toasters might want to know because sometimes if something's being made into a movie, you want to read the book first. Yes. So here. The Last Letter from Your Lover by Jojo Moyes. I by Adele. Send my love to your new lover. If that's not like the intro of the movie, I'm not finishing it. Okay, I think that's fair. Honestly, I just gave you a million dollar fucking idea. Run with it, I think MGM. that's a fair stipulation. I haven't read this book, but I did read one book by Jojo Moyes. I think I chose the wrong book. But Jojo Moyes also wrote Me Before You. That atrocious movie, yeah. Um... <laughs> Also, I do feel like we speak about this a lot, how so many books get bought but never get made by but certain no, studios. I, the, the, this one yeah, is a list of one, ones that is, are confirmed making Yeah, it. this is from Variety. Like, I think these things are in the in production. Can. Okay. Yeah. The Reincarnationist Papers by Eric Mekrans. I never think that's, like, it. not our um, vibe, but it stars Mark Wahlberg. Honestly, I would watch Mark Wahlberg, like, brush his teeth for two hours. Like, die for him and really just want to support him after he gave us the gift of Ted you know I feel like he doesn't get enough respect for that Mm -hmm. and for that I will always be a fan because he really kind of first of all he strengthened the bond between me and my sisters like that movie really gave us so much Mm -hmm. and it's premium premium comedy and not, not enough people talk about it and I think it's disgusting I really do the book description actually sounds good so if you're into the reincarnationist papers you have a lot to look forward to American Rust by Philip Meyer not didn't read it. Dune by Frank Herbert. Nope. Do? Dune. 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 <laughs> the Last Duel, a true story of crime, scandal, and trial by combat in medieval France. Can you just get to the ones we've heard of? House of Gucci. That's the one that's going to be with Lady Gaga and Adam oh, Driver. Yeah. Okay. And can we also talk about how Lady Gaga has just been like, so stunning recently like have you seen these press photos of her she was in italy and now she was at the plaza and she's just like her hair is brown and she's looking truly like like a house of gucci like dead ass like she looks stunning she really takes on the role i feel like when she was doing press for or just like around the time where star is born was coming out she was giving me like alley vibes Mm -hmm. and now she's really giving me like gucci vibes i don't know who she plays but also the film also stars jared leto and al pacino i feel like they've kind of gotten shafted in all the press that's what happens when lady gaga when there are 99 people in a room yeah and lady gaga is one of them Next one that you've heard of, The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. It's going to be starring Elle and Dakota Fanning um, because Ah. the book is about two sisters. Oh, my God. Love two sisters actually playing sisters. The book is amazing. Really? If you've read it, you love it. If you haven't, you should. It's so fucking good. It's um, like a World War II book. I really need to start keeping a list because I haven't been in the mood to read. Okay. But when I do get there, what was that one called? The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. It's like everyone's number one historical fiction favorite. Malibu Rising. What was the one? Lion's Den? Lion's Den. You guys Lion's should Den. Lion's Den. I just like need to have a list for like when the day comes when I actually do want to pick up my Kindle. It's just been a while. I just haven't been motivated. Okay. Fear Street by R.L. Stein. Um, I'm just going to go to ones that you've heard of. Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. Did I read that one? No, but Leanne Moriarty wrote Big Little Lies. Oh. And Nine Perfect Strangers is about nine strangers at a wellness retreat. Oh, you told me about this. Starring Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. It looks so good. I'm actually... Oh, and Luke Evans. And (gasps) Melissa McCarthy. And Gaston? Among others. Gaston? So it's going to be a Hulu series. I'm so excited about this. And I'm actually not reading the book because I don't want my perception of the show to suffer. Three, two, one. Gaston!
That wasn't our best. I thought it was good. I went low. I, My nodes kicked in. Jackie, when they go low, you go high. <laughs> no, I went low. My when th- they go high, you yeah, go yeah, low. Yeah. Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I just want to know like when someone's going to make It Ends With Us. Like It's literally, Gen Z is obsessed with that book. It's all over TikTok. It's mm-hmm. become like the biggest thing. It's like a coming of age thing. Like You, you become a woman when you read that book. Like They should make you read it before your bat mitzvah. Like, I haven't read it. What? I haven't read it. Are you for real? Yeah. Oh, my God. You think you, I should? Oh, my God. You have to read it. Okay. I'll add it to my list. Oh, you'll finish it in one day. Like, it's literally the most stunning book. It has it all. It has, like... Are this, you ready to receive my wrath, though? If, like, re- recommending a book to someone... You know, this is a full... It's like recommending The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Like, okay. It's a, okay. I can't believe you haven't read it. These are big things that you're Oh, saying. my God, you guys. It's literally... I know everyone has read it. So, it's so stunning. And, pe- like, it's all over TikTok now. It's finally hit Gen Z. And I can't believe nobody has like purchased it it's the best story ever okay well i'll keep you posted yeah and you know colleen hoover loves to throw a little porn in there so there's plenty of that nice then lord of the rings i'm pretty sure that was made but been there done that conversations with friends by sally rooney you're Mm -hmm. probably like why do i care but sally rooney wrote normal Normal people People, which which is the best show on hulu and literally the craziest sex scene so if you haven't seen it i did not like the the show (gasps) and i i finished i didn't finish the show because i didn't like it and i didn't love the book either i think i Wait, gave it a three you didn't like the show no Paul? it just it it Paul? made me i found it to be really depressing well yes they were both like just so annoying d- it was too dark i loved it and it was a dark time i couldn't i, I was like i need uppers obsessed with paul mezcal mm-hmm. and his penis was in it so you should watch it again no I, I it's okay i read the book so i know what happens i feel okay about that Obviously, i hated the ending daisy jones and the six i don't want to trigger you but that is coming I'm, soon triggered a 13 episode miniseries on amazon prime can't wait to not to literally cancel my prime subscription just so i don't have to see the commercials the vanishing half by Britt bennett which is a hugely popular book will now be on hbo that's exciting and then uh, malibu rising oh but they don't say who is going to be in it but it's going to be in hulu well i literally um just just started it like i haven't even Take your time because it seems like they haven't cast it yet. Okay, good. I have we some actually time. we did a mini Malibu Rising recap on the Redheads at where because three of us had read it where we talked about like who we would cast. I don't think anybody answered my question, but I really saw which is so weird for young Nina. I don't like, even know that there's a young Nina. Like, please don't spoil it. Okay, so I won't. Is there say. an old Nina? Am, this sort is sort of. It's like is the Nina 25. that I know. Okay, don't. I don't want to hear. So I shouldn't say who I, ha- no. who I saw it as. No, because then it'll like go in my mind and I want to come up with someone myself. Okay, but then we'll, we'll circle back on yeah. this. Okay, okay, cool. Speaking of circling back, our next story is some exciting Suez news. We are circling back on the drama, the crisis we- in the Suez that we were really kind of thought leaders Enraptured on. Enraptured by. And now ever get bitten. Evergreen. Yeah, but it says ever given on BBC. The ship that blocked the Suez Canal is setting sail after a deal has been signed. So the ship has still been Right, people don't know. Like there. It, it unblocked it and then it had to chill because it had to pay like a billion dollars in like Yeah, the ship was impounded for three months near the canal city of Ismailia. And by the way, people who were working on the cargo ship like had to stay on the boat. Yeah. So now Torture. the ship has left the port and there is footage showing the captain and the crew being presented with flowers and a plaque on board the ship, which seems a little like well, extra well, considering like they got stuck. We know I'm confused now because so they couldn't leave because they were in trouble, right? Like they had to be punished, right? I guess so. They had to c- come to a deal with 
Egypt. I mean, anyone. But the terms of the deal have not been shared. Anyone who was on that boat and first of all got stuck and then had to stay on that smelly boat for three more months like deserves medals and flowers. But like, who gave it to them? I'm just confused. Like the like the people of Egypt. And maybe the yeah, maybe people who have been like. If I lived in Egypt, like I would, I would literally be at the Suez every day, like talking to people on the boat, getting facts, negotiating the deal, and just kind of being like a liaison. Yeah. Between no, I would go down to the Suez all the time and just like wave. wave to the ships. No, the Suez. And I would also just kind of like swim in it and pretend I was Luanne de Lesseps. Well, then you would cause like some drama in the Suez. What are you? can't swim it, in the no, Suez? No, you cannot swim in the Suez. Why not? I, I don't know. And I don't know that for sure. But in my, I know for sure. You can't, can't. just like dip your toes in? <laughs> no, you can't take a dip in the Suez. A dip in the Suez. <laughs> a, trip a trip to, to Egypt. <laughs> Endless days in my chaise, the whole world according to moi. Excuse me. Um, thank you. Um. <laughs> okay, well, that's their latest Suez news. The ship is leaving. Lifeguards port. imported from Egypt, cargo imported from Suez. Not your best. No, okay. I'll, I'll work on it. There's something there for sure. A hundred percent. Like, uh, if somebody wants to write the lyrics to a cover of that song, just all about the Suez, I actually think it could be like a, a viral sensation. I think you could be the one to do it. You just need to like take the time. I just it's, need to try. It's not going to mm. be improv. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you need to try. You cannot swim in the sea. Don't swim. There are poisonous and venomous things we are hearing we from our producers. We have confirmation that you can't swim in the Suez, so please don't try it and then say you heard about it on the morning toast because yeah. we're saying that you can't don't swim in the Suez. Don't swim in the sea. Literally. Don't take risks on treacherous canals. And this is a treacherous one. Anyways, Miss you, Suez. They should really clean that up. What? The Suez is as it's important meant as... meant to be swim, swam in. Well, then why is it there? I just think, like, if it's... What I've learned through this whole journey is that the Suez is such an important trade geographical route. trade route. Mm -hmm. And literally, any problem with it can cause billions in dollar, of dollars and millions of people trouble. Yeah. So don't you think the water should be clean? No. Why? The ships are just going to muck it up again. No. I think that they should work. I would like to talk to someone from I think the Suez panel. You're and wasting your time. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Are you ready for our next story? A little food news. A little food news as brought to you, which is perfect because I love to eat in my bed, by Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch is the best sheets on the market. And if you're looking to refresh your bed, which I did a few months ago, and it's such a game changer. Like, if you spend as much time in your bed as I do, or if, even if you just sleep in your bed, it should be a safe, warm, and cozy place. And Bowl and Branch is a great place to start. Um, so I, Jackie and I both have uh, the whole set it's so comfortable. What I was really worried about is that I get really warm in my sleep and I don't like sheets that are like kind of like suffocating, but the Bolin Brand sheets are so breathable that I really don't notice a shift. Like I just seamlessly sleep and I don't sweat extra. The cloud weight, super soft sateen weave gets softer with every watch. wash. We have the 100% organic signature hemmed sheets. They're beautiful and stunning, obviously, but they also feel so good. They're crafted to the highest standards and attention to detail from sourcing to packaging, and they are the perfect balance of weight and breathability to pamper warm or cool sleepers throughout any season. The sheets are designed and manufactured for maximum comfort and durability. They don't cut any corners over at Bowl & Branch. You get luxury quality for the fairest price because there's no middleman between you and Bowl & Branch. 
and they stand behind their products. So they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee if you are unsatisfied with the products, which I don't think you will be. Um, and if you want to experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code TOAST at B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code TOAST. It's the best thing you can do. Self-care. Sometimes self-care looks like getting yourself some new sheets. Mm-hmm. Sometimes self-care looks like chicken tenders. Beyond, I couldn't agree more. Beyond Meat launches new meat-free chicken tenders in U.S. restaurants. Beyond Meat unveils an improved meat-free chicken recipe that uses a mix. I don't want to tell you what's in it because then you won't like, want to eat it. But um, I mean, I don't need to eat it because I eat chicken, but no, you should eat it. I will be eating it. And I'll be making you eat it because... What's in it? You want to know? Yeah. I mean, whatever. It, what is it, duty? Yes. <laughs> no. So what's in it? Fava beans and peas. It's going to be a no for me. For a total of 14 grams of protein per serving, the new tenders will debut in nearly 400 U.S. restaurants on Thursday. Which restaurants? Didn't say. But Beyond Meat be- needs a fucking website store locator. like 100%. Or, or they should start opening like their own franchises because, okay, great, you're coming out with this product. Where can I get it? A hundred and fifty percent they need store locators because I want these tenders today. You know, of course, like let's Postmates them and do like a mukbang. Look how on... fucking delicious that looks. God, that actually does look really good. And you would be getting all the fava beans and peas that you need in your daily diet. Thank God. I'm actually like really pretty much usually hit my limit for fava beans and peas because that's what I have every day. So I actually don't really need this. Oh, okay. Well, just in case there's a deficit. I really want this for you because honestly, I know how much joy, happiness... And just overall peace I get when biting into a chicken tender. And you're really not able to experience that because you don't eat chicken. So I need I need you to have this just so you can experience the joy that I've experienced so many times. Yeah, I really do need this in my rotation of food. Because like, yeah, we have the McPlant out there. But sometimes you don't want a McPlant. Like it's a lot of different flavors. And didn't you send me an article that like, I forget which chain or it was a few chains, are reporting very low sales for yes. certain McPlant. Not the McPlant. At Dunkin', they're like beyond breakfast. They're walking back on it. Sandwiches are not performing well. And so they're like taking them off the menu. And I mean, I never ordered one. So. And you're the person who should have ordered one. But I don't order a breakfast sandwich. You, like I just feel like. And I've heard they're they're not good. good. And they're not good. We have a source that says they're not good. No, I'm curious. I think out of all the veggie options we've gotten in the last couple of years, I have to assume that the most successful one is the Impossible Whopper. One, because it was the first one out. Two, they did so much marketing for it. And three, you've tried it. You said it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I still haven't tried McPlant. We, because we haven't done I know, our mukbang. I know, we have to do our mukbang. Okay. We've been saying it literally since last summer. I know. Okay, we'll do it this summer. Let's try and do it this month. I, you know, I'm. you never have to convince me to get into a car and drive to McDonald's. Like, ever. Okay. You know what we should do on our on our mukbang? Hmm. Subway. Oh, my God. <laughs> but only if it can be drive-thru. Well, then we can't. Well, then we can't. No, we have to find the one intense store. No, I think that's a good idea. I think so, too. Well, anyways, false meat eaters, you can get excited. We have more alternative. More alternatives alternations alternatives yeah i also would just like to implore anyone who works on the marketing team at beyond meat company like store store locator locator. restaurant locator grocery store locator i don't really feel like it's that hard no no no. you're really onto something yeah i know i think that's also i'm just giving out every all these companies million dollar ideas today yeah i mean you're just generous crazy generous crazy 
generous. Are you ready for our fifth and final story that's going to lead into our TV recap? Mm-hmm. Because it's a little, um, you know, Girardi Gate news. Wait, is it the final story? Someone's in a singing mood today. Today? <laughs> no, like, you've been singing a lot today. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay, you guys, here's the latest in the Girardi legal It's really proceedings. bad. Tom Girardi's embezzlement victims can collect payments from Erica Girardi, a drudge. A judge rules. A judge rules. A judge ruled Tuesday that some former clients... I love clients when judges rule. The world juror ruled Tuesday that some former clients of Tom Girardi can pursue collections lawsuit against his estranged wife, Erica. The Rigomez family, who we learned about mm-hmm. in that documentary, The, the Housewife and the Hustler, are eligible to sue Erica Jane for the $11 million that they are owed. Yep, exactly. And after seeing, you know, Erica's small home, I don't think she's got it. I don't know if she has $11 million, but it's like, she got, we know she got $20 million from, from, from Tom. Tom. Tom took money out of his company, which is illegal, gave it to his wife, put it in her, like, LLC company, which makes no sense, as a loan. Um, unclear if Erica knew where that money was right. coming from. But say that $20 million was blown through and, like, it doesn't exist anymore. They can still get the money, like, from her other you know shoot asshole ventures like you know now it's not just that 20 million dollars it's erica jane as a whole yeah this is really bad bad yeah and so now it begs the question because we've been talking about this recently like jen shaw erica jane where do we go from here as you know housewives fans when it comes to keeping these people on the show because yeah it's super entertaining but it is some sort of like ethical dilemma um and now i feel like we're at the point where erica jane whether or not like they want to keep her on for the drama like it's a show about rich women and it seems like she is no longer that yeah and if she is like she has some bills to pay like the eligibility requirement for being on the real housewives of beverly hills is um living in beverly hills and having money yeah and erica jane as far as i know lives in west hollywood now and doesn't appear to have a lot of money yeah also i think as far as like taking her off the show for um ethical ethical reasons it's still too early to call because the case is ongoing and I think if Andy said that from the documentary Housewife and the Hustler that if there's not enough there to jeopardize her standing on the show I still think that nothing has really come out that would jeopardize her standing but it's still early on yes so this is just like a bad development for Erica Jane like yeah. it's not looking good which leads into our TV recap yes which we have a lot to talk about about the episode and I hate to skip to like what they showed us for next week but that scene of like Erica crying her makeup off um, I guess that's the week where, like, the Lion Air stuff comes out. Well, so honestly, like, even though this was a fine episode, we are all waiting for the other shoe to drop. And so it's just kind of frustrating to get none of it. And so I have a feeling whatever we see of Erica crying will be, like, the last two minutes of next week's episode. Of course. And it's just a frustrating because that's really what this season is all about. Yeah. And as much as, like, I could really talk about this Crystal and Sutton drama forever because it's so fucking oh, stupid. I, I've, I've expired. It's not what we came here for. Yeah. So I liked last night's episode. I thought there was a lot of really interesting things. And, and I, we always say this, like a bad episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season is literally better than the best episode of Real Housewives of New York this season. Like, it's just not even comparable. So I don't even not enjoy, I enjoy the bad episodes, but I'm really waiting for, we're, we've nonstop talking about Erica Jane and the show has not given us one thing to talk about. Yeah. The only thing is like, if next week is about a lot of this stuff coming to light, the orphans and widows and what Tom was actually doing, 
this week showed us that she was about to like be on her feet from the divorce like we saw her house it looks super cute she's mm-hmm. all set up like the rooms are really nice she had the girls over like she was in a good place I don't know if she knew that more was coming but it will make like what happens next on the, from the show's narrative standpoint like a lot worse yeah more also like it's also difficult to know like what Erica Jane knew and like is this is she just like acting you know yeah she is an actress. She was on The Bold of the Beautiful with Eileen Davidson. No, and she's a theater um, yeah, person. Yeah, person. No. Yeah. No, no. There's it's very possible that like she's just showing us some sort of calculated, manipulated storyline of what actually happened. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that next week, but let's talk about what happened this week, which is just mostly housewives stuff. It was a hard episode for me because it was so much like Serena and I've gotten to a place where I, I literally cannot stand her. Like yeah. And even Harry Hamlin, who really, I think, for a lot of the show, has kind of grounded Erica, uh, grounded Lisa, and so many people love Harry, and so many of the it wasn't enough for me. It was not enough. Okay, I feel, I totally agree with you, and it was like, it pains me to say something nice, but like that, after the lunch in their backyard was so stunning, and like, to have your husband cook a home-cooked meal for your friends from the vegetables in his garden was just like such a lovely touch and also to do all of that for Garcelle and I, I'm, I'm with Garcelle 100% like we are mad at Rena, but to have someone throw you a birthday party not just like oh I rented out this room at this hotel and I called the caterers in your home in your home like homemade meal I agree the cake and the everything like the gifts she really and but Lisa Rinna will stop at nothing for forgiveness and for just like everyone to like her and for continuation on the show so it, it means like you know going full stop for Garcelle that's what she's gonna do and I think Garcelle knows that and I, I think Garcelle was kind of going between like being touched but also like knowing what was really going on yeah but I think like you can be touched I think that you should be touched because what she did was, was like, lovely was a really lovely afternoon her her the grounds of her home are so Stunning. beautiful and it was a really lovely setting I agree I thought it was and I would really love nice. to try Harry's bolognese I really would it was really bothering me when they kept calling it bolognese like you're in Malibu it's bolognese like yeah it was really annoying me um I agree it was a really a lovely afternoon and like a perfect COVID like I if I had lived in a home during COVID like I would have had everyone over for bolognese and tequila like every night yeah outside like that it looked lovely um but here's where I feel like for the last couple of weeks, every time we talk about the Sutton and Crystal drama, like I am back and forth. I was first, first with Crystal, then I was with Sutton. And now I'm kind of back with Crystal. Like what breakdown, like that random breakdown she had when everyone got, it, it seemed Sutton is triggered by being left out. We noticed that in Tahoe when like she thought everyone was in on a joke about her. It wasn't about her, but she did feel left out and that triggered her. Seeing Kathy, Kyle, and Crystal go in on a gift together, that's what triggered Sutton. She's very weird. She had such an, overreaction to whatever the hell was going on like I don't know why she that whole birthday thing like started to bother her and she got up and started crying she is slightly unhinged and that's why we love her but like it's very hard to defend her like I didn't really know no one was talking about the peeping well, no, Tom she, thing I mean she walks into the party for a sensitive woman she walks into the party and the first thing she's called is Thomasina it was funny I don't know who that is. But. Cat, no, no, me neither. But I think it's like a joke. Like yeah, Tom. like peeping Tom yeah. sort of thing. No, I know. But so it's like, okay, so that's who she is in the group and, and not everyone's still over it. And there's no resolution between her and Crystal. And some people can just move on. And it's like, I think for me, I would just want to avoid confrontation that it's like, okay, we're not going to, we are going to agree to disagree. Let's, let's try again. But for Sutton, it's not resolved and she feels really awkward and she's an awkward person. So yeah. it's like doubly awkward. What do you think Crystal meant by like, you're jealous? 
Um, I think she meant that like Sutton is like newly divorced and I think she lives a, like or and with her husband had lived like a life at the same level as Crystal like I think they run in like a similar Got sphere it. and Crystal's life is intact and she's if that's married. the case that's a really mean thing to say yeah that's the, just the vibe that I got me um, too like very Jackie Goldschneider like I win no but like Teresa is jealous of Jackie like literally can't stop flirting with her husband and I don't think that's true of Sutton first of all I think when you're fighting with someone and you say we're only fighting because you're jealous of me it's like so cop uh, out yeah like it's just it's just a lame thing to say and also all the women in the group a lot of them are happily like Kathy Hilton came out on the same time as Crystal Mm -hmm. she has the same things and and Sutton's not beefing with her so like I th- it's it's just a lame thing to say, and I, I understood why Sutton was triggered even by more it. upset, and then she hit us with ugly leather pants. So funny, <laughs> so funny. Sorry, so great, funny. a great comeback. Yeah, it um, took her a minute though. Yeah, it took her all the way to get up the hill, but to come up with something to say. Also, I did absolutely love getting to see Kathy Hilton's house. It was everything I dreamed mm-hmm. of and more. It was so stunning, and she lives right near Crystal, which means it's like a sickening area. The backyard was so gorgeous, and then they went inside for like tea or whatever. It was glorious like exactly what I expected when we signed up for Kathy Hilton yeah also her not knowing what hunky-dory means that was really funny that was funny and like is that possible that she doesn't know what hunky-dory is I mean I don't know what Thomasina is that's so true Thomasina you know some people just have different references so true um other than that what else happened you know what I've actually been realizing in these last couple episodes Dorit is irrelevant yeah. And honestly, the one thing she we got from her last night's episode is talking about like her designing bridal, which is I'm sure the dresses are beautiful, but like this is what we keep saying, like the franchise in the last couple of years has elevated so much. And it's like Kathy Hilton like just sitting in her palace drinking tea and like Dorit's talking about like designing a bridal collection. Like it's just a little it's just not gonna work for me. I understand. I, I have way more patience than you do. And I think that it's just because Dorit's not involved in the, the like, drama. drama right now. But I think she can still hold her own. I think Dorit also put a lot of the drama on her back for the last couple seasons. Like she and Kyle were the ones who started that holy Savannah Pump thing. Like the dog. So I actually think maybe she just wants a break from like being, from like having to like be the bad guy. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Um, it was a good episode. Again, nothing like crazy happened, but I still enjoyed it and I really just love seeing the gals get together. Yeah, same. And I'm I'm really over the Crystal and Sutton drama, but until, like, Crystal's not going to be able to move on from it until there's a resolution, but like, I'm sorry, Sutton won't be able to move on, but Crystal is not ch- changing her tune. So where no. do you go from there? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and like, honestly, I know, I, I, I kind of relate to Crystal because... When you really don't feel like you did something wrong, like you don't want to apologize. And like, I'm very stubborn like that too. Like if I, if I feel like I did something wrong or like, I really will apologize. But if I don't find wrong in what I did, like go fuck yourself. But sometimes just like saying an apology for someone who's like so clearly upset by something makes it so much easier. But she's not going to give that to her. So we're going to be talking about this for a long time. Which is really annowing when like literally Erica is like. Maybe when the the Erica bombshell drops, like everyone will just kind of get in line. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But I thought like the bombshell was dropping. But I guess right now to them, it's just like Erica decided to get a divorce, period. Right. Well, think about it. They're talking about Thanksgiving and then Erica filed on election day. So when did the Lion Air stuff come out? Because it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. So we can track the timeline. Probably in December, but then they get covid Oh, so they have and to stop And that's why Garcelle <gasps> is talking to Kyle on her on balcony. The phone. On oh the my balcony, God. too. Oh, my God. You're 100% right. That's so annoying that, like, the juiciest 
time is when they have to stop down filming for COVID. Mm-hmm. December slash January. Okay, so maybe maybe we'll get. Yeah. Well, th- that'll be interesting to see. And the other part of our TV recap segment, which is brought to you by Noom, is our Love Island recap. So stay tuned for that. Noom, their cognitive behavioral approach helps you unlearn bad habits and better understand your relationship with food because you don't need rules to lose weight, just the knowledge and wisdom to help you build smarter, more sustainable habits. When it comes to losing weight, there's a lot of pressure out there to label foods as good or bad, but that just creates unnecessary dilemmas. Not everyone wants to be on a strict diet, do two days, two a days at the gym, or drink questionable teas. Instead of trying to cram your life into someone else's idea of health, try Noom. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to find a healthier balance that's molded to fit your life. As a result, it becomes more sustainable. 80% of Noomers finish the program and over 60% of them have stuck with their goals for the last year. One size does not fit all. Choose your goals and Noom will personalize a weight loss program just for you. And with Noom, taking care of your health is empowering instead of stress-inducing. There's no need to fear ruining the whole program with one day off. They will help you get back on track. All you need is 10 minutes daily to check in. There's no grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. I know you've had a lot of success with Noom. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, I love Noom. My favorite thing about it is probably just like the support that you feel knowing that there is this like platform that has your back and that you can go to turn to if you have questions or you slip up or you just want that consistency. So my favorite thing about Noom is probably the calorie tracker just because sometimes you don't realize like what you're eating and what's in it and also they like let you know like grams of fat, protein, it all adds up. And so t- to see your day at a glance with Noom, it's everything of the sort. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast to sign up for your trial. All right. Love Island. I've never watched it before. Okay. And I had a few initial thoughts. Please share. One, I've never watched a reality show on CBS. I just thought that was interesting. Two, Ariel Vandenberg is the host. Yes. Ben is like 100% in love with her. because like, Really? Okay, so I told you Ben had become like really into Are You The One? And last night he wanted to watch. I'm like, I'm actually starting this new show that it's like a similar premise to these dumb shows we've been watching. Like, I think you'll enjoy it. So he was like on his phone and then he was like, Ariel Vandenberg? And he's like, he's just like always showing me her videos and I... I think he's in love with her. And you so, think he's like in love with her content? No, and like her face. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's he, kind of triggering. He's going to have to stop. Um, so I just thought that was really interesting and a great selection. She's like super funny. We love to see like a digital personality thriving. Yeah, and she's been hosting since season one of the US. So happy for her. The house, sickening. Like that slide was everything. I just, and that harked back to my point number one, the budget that comes with being on CBS. The house was so nice. The music the music is everything. And they had a new song for every contestant. What a man got to do. Like they were just killing it the with the music. The music is the best part of Love Island. You will also find new songs that you don't already know. It's so good. And sometimes like when it comes to Too Hot to Handle, I thought that like Lana and the voiceover girl were, first of all, wait too frequently like speaking like shut the fuck up it's really not about you and their jokes were so corny and lame but they had like a narrator on to on love island that really didn't chime in much and when he did it was actually funny yeah so i really enjoyed that yeah no he's a big part of the show and his and his crazy jokes so uh, so again i never watched it sometimes we don't even see ariel in a whole episode like Uh, which i love like it's not about her yeah so here's was some of my initial reactions like so that whole thing where you have to like step forward for the guy like traumatizing (laughs) trauma and of course like it has to be that the guys because if it were a girl like that would just be too sad like i know we're we're equal but like we're not (laughs) we can't handle we can't handle that so i was cringing 
to death when three of the guys got nobody stepped forward for them. Like, it was really, truly, honestly painful. Yeah. Of course, like, Shannon and... It's so hard to remember everyone's names. The yes. Sh- Shannon and Josh Goldstein. I remember his name because I'm like, are you Jewish? Gotta yeah. look into that. Um, they were like the only couple who like chose there was each mutual other. mutual Yeah, affection. did Olivia step forward for... Um, for the guy who became obsessed with her? Yeah. Giovanni? Yeah, it's so hard to remember. I know. Saying. Even the narrator said, I don't know their names yet. <laughs> so there, so did was, she, she, I don't think she stepped forward for anyone. So most Actually, of the I think couples, they all did for Jeremy. Jeremy, you guys. Most of the couples were forced together, which is just so awkward. So awkward. But it really doesn't really matter who you're coupled up with. There's going to be like a recoupling in the next episode. It just means that you sleep in a bed with, but they all spend all their time together. Together, And I guess if there's a challenge like that, it'd be your partner. Right. But it, it, the first coupling really, really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Well, it's sad because Josh Goldstein like thinks that he has found the one and that he's going to win because they're going to be like the strong couple. And she's just one of those girls, which I... I just can't relate to people like who are always like looking for someone better when literally the best guy is like standing in front of her and he's so obsessed with her and like they could just win together like if they just like gave into each other and she's like I like the chase it's like grow the fuck up no like, I, yeah I had no time for her I had after, no time for that like, type of last attitude episode, she's not into him I hope he like meets someone worthy of his commitment because mm-hmm. he seems like he wants to go all in he's so cute yeah Jeremy you guys Jeremy <laughs> and when he picked Trina she was like so excited and Trina's like so sweet so sweet and like sh- I think they're actually like could be like a cute couple but when Trina was like getting emotional in her confessionals like Trina just has to like dial down like a little bit of her desperation like it's showing a little bit too much and it's coming it, it, it might be a sincerity that's coming off as desperate but whatever it is like she just got to reel it in a tiny bit because she's so lovely and angelic and I think that like a lot of the guys are into her but she's coming off a little desperate yeah I I hear you, but I also feel like she's, I mean, who wouldn't be so into Jeremy, Jeremy. Like, at first glance? And you have to realize that the fifth person that comes in is going to be so handsome because it's going to make all these girls want to get away. Like, you know, it's going to be exciting. Maybe they knew that, and that's why a lot of people didn't step forward till the last one. Um, but he is just something else. I really, I've never seen anyone who looks like him I before. I was so struck by him, especially because, like, that's not my usual, like, I don't love the Long flow, hair. But he is just, like, so pretty. He's really striking. Like, <laughs> The narrator said something so funny. The world's that I, luckiest hairbrush. That I texted Claudia um, when we were watching it, v- together via text. He said, Jeremy, owner of the world's luckiest hairbrush. <laughs> so funny. Also, so true. I thought that the moment between that platinum blonde guy, Christian, and Cachet, who would like took her wig off said she like shaved her head before she came here and she was like so nervous because like she loves the way it is but like she doesn't know how other people are gonna react i thought that was like literally the sweetest moment like i was actually gonna cry like yeah and honestly i think that is the bravest thing you can do like i there's been many times when i've just wanted to shave my head because like i can't deal with having hair anymore um and she just like did it right before she was supposed to go on like this tv show that's all about like looks and hair and makeup and i just think that was like an incredibly brave thing to do i totally agree it was a really nice moment and also i feel like all the cast members are just like really nice people like even and this always happens with love island like whenever really someone new comes into the house like everyone is so welcoming like oh my god you're so beautiful like when they all fight like it's not competitive and competitive which is really nice that is nice like they're i don't know if they're told to to be like that or i mean you should want to be like that because who wants to come off like an asshole on television but i feel like with too hot to handle when there was like new people they're like ooh. even though when i'm watching a tv show and i'm just starting to get to know types of show like these or like the bachelor and i'm just starting to get to know people remember everyone's names and then they like throw in more contestants 
I'm always like, ew, fuck these contestants. Because like, I just started to get to know these people. Yeah. I can't bother remembering two people's names. I've started to shit people. And I get I get that it really does like mix up the show. And some shows can't move forward without bringing in new people because if everyone's coupled off. But as a viewer, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, but last night's episode and casting, well, then we got two new people. But before we did, like, it definitely left me wanting more. I was like, who's next? No, Bring because when, the next when they were sitting on the couch playing those games, like, I dare you to kiss her. Passionate kiss. Like, so stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, something needs to happen. So yeah. I didn't feel. Also, then the two new guys came in and Cinco is so handsome. Mm-hmm. I think he's really going to shake things up. Me too. And I'm really excited about that. Me too. I thought, I, I really like it. My first impressions were like, it's an, I don't know what the point of the game is yet because I've never watched it but I kind of just want to like roll with it okay and I'll just try and explain to you so like every the the mat in order to stay in the house you have to be in a couple you have to be in a couple so like there's always um it switches off every week and there's always more guys than girls or girls than guys and at like every other episode or so there's a recoupling ceremony where the five girls will choose from the seven guys everyone chooses who they want to couple up with for the next week and then there's two like substitutes two people who go home Oh, every if you, week. If you don't, if someone doesn't choose you, you go home. Yeah, Got every it. week there's people leaving and coming in, which um, makes it nice. But usually in the two seasons that I've watched, the end people who are there, are, it's a lot of the original cast still. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we'll see with this. But if there's not strong connections, like from the jump, then like when new guys come in and new girls come in, like they're all going to like have their eyes open. Yeah, right. Like looking, I mean, half the girls, Kira, like couldn't get away from her partner fast enough. Like I think that a lot of the girls are in couples that they're not super happy with yeah but it's it's still so early that they don't they don't have to be like so in love. my only other issue with the show that I realized last night is like I hate that the show calls them the girls and the boys like these people aren't boys oh I never realized that but I realized it because they're like which boy do you want to couple up with and then in every recoupling ceremony like I want to couple with this boy because and everything's like the boys and yeah. I just think like boys are 12. I completely these agree it's inappropriate. men or you could call them guys. Guys. If you can call them guys. I think boys is just like the wrong word. I also really liked how they have two separate dressing areas because like in Too Hot Tandil it gives me so much anxiety. There's one shower that like everyone shares and there's like one bathroom that everyone uses and one mirror and it's just like no way to live. Yeah. So I was just grateful for the accommodations. Yeah it's definitely spacious. Yeah it is. And like the girl like the girls get to talk. The guys get to talk. I enjoyed that very much. There's a lot of places to fall in love. When they were talking about their dance moves and that guy Josh was like, I really like to throw stuff up and catch it. And then they were all like throwing an invisible ball to each other, pretending to catch it. That was very funny. Oh, that's funny. I must have been on my phone. Oh my God, really? It was such a cute moment. <laughs> no, I missed it. Oh, I enjoyed it. That's really funny. Um, but all in all, I'm a big fan. Like I think I, tonight, obviously it's my birthday party. I don't know if I mentioned that, so I'm not gonna be able to watch. But I'll probably watch and we'll recap it like maybe once or twice a week. I agree. I'm not gonna be able to do every single night. Me but neither. I think most and I don't, don't like a cliffhanger like I want to batch the episodes like four at a time so So it's Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday nights or Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I think it's Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so basically the watch drop-ins live schedule yeah so maybe we recap on Fridays no maybe we recap on I don't know I don't know we'll think about that we'll figure it out yeah um and that is our show Yes, it is. Tomorrow's show will be in studio and podcast as usual, but it will be up a little bit later just because I plan on getting lit tonight. R.I.P. that. Hey. So stay tuned for that and just watch my Instagram stories. Cool. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know on YouTube, podcasts, everywhere that you could want to find us. Is that it? We're also available as a podcast. Um, we're also available as a podcast. And Anywhere leave podcast. us a nice review if you so dare to choose. 
and five stars. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing, amazing Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.